0: Hello, beautiful souls. I am so honored and blessed to have this podcast with Jess Keating. And I just wanted to say that I am so grateful for the connection that I get to have with these beautiful people creating these beautiful experiences and impact in the world. Jess Keating is a best-selling author, scientist, and holistic money mentor who has helped creatives and entrepreneurs heal their deepest blocks so they can create a richer life and business. Her work has been featured in the New York Times, CBC, Global, Parents Magazine, BuzzFeed, and more. And Jess has traveled the world, written more than 20 books, and has spoken to thousands of creative visionaries about science-backed inspiration and soulful expansion in the work that matters to them. She built her flagship program, which is the Creative Money Awakening, to help others build a thriving money ecosystem so their life and business can finally feel as beautiful and multidimensional as they are. I can't wait for you to tune in. Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Miranda Mitchell. I am a two-four Managen who is here to empower and equip you to step out of the box of social norms, guide you into using your voice for inspiration and impact and support you in finding what prosperity means for you so that you have the business and life that fulfills you. So grab that cup of coffee, get comfy, and get ready to hear the heartwarming and heart-wrenching personal stories, all things human design and jinkies, plus tangible practices that you can implement right now for your personal and business growth. Hello, beautiful souls. It is Miranda here with a beautiful, beautiful connection, friend, so grateful to be in your presence, in your aura, in your life in some way, Jess Keating. So I would love for you if you could introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you bring to the world.
1: Oh my goodness. First of all, thank you for having me. Um, it's lovely to be in your presence in your aura too. I don't get to say that a lot. I can lean into that here. Um, my name is Jess Keating and okay, I'll give you the official like fancy pants bio, right? I am a best-selling author, a scientist, a shamanic guide, and a creative money mentor who helps thought leaders and visionary creatives heal their deepest blocks so they can build what I call a money ecosystem, which is a holistic view of kind of creative money-making and business that I hope helps them drop a lot of the hustle and overwhelm and embrace more of the grounded, peaceful, beautiful aspects of having a richer life and business. Wonderful.
0: So going right into that.
1: Yeah, why let's do, you do it. Feel,
0: yes. <laughs> let's just jump right in. Well, you're a manifester and I'm a Manny Jen, so we're just going to jump right in. <laughs> we're going to talk a lot. i <laughs>
1: will
0: have to have a cutoff, like a line to cut off. Yeah, exactly. So bringing this out into the world, obviously you saw a need for this. So I would love for your perspective in where do you think society is right now? as far as their business ecosystem and how they're creating their
1: business? Okay, so I'll give you two, like, again, this is all my opinion, right? Who knows? This is just my perspective as somebody who is trained in science, but also like spiritual work. What I'm seeing from the broadest perspective is we have previously been in what, I mean, we would term it like bro marketing, right? Like the, the very nuts and bolts treating businesses like machines era, right? You put in these variables, you do these tasks, you get this result from it. And what I'm noticing now is we're swinging more of the pendulum over to what I think we would describe as more like feminine marketing, right? Like the energetics, all of that beautiful stuff. And what I've noticed in more of the, because I'm in a lot of lanes like tangentially in my business, um, in each kind of individual lane, Every industry is finding its own balance of those two things. And I think that's fantastic because we do need elements of, um, I would call, infrastructure in our businesses, right? Like maybe the masculine energy stuff you would describe as that. But we also need to embrace more of the mystery and the elements of business that, from my perspective as a creative person who helps other creatives, you cannot you cannot by nature get a lock on. Do you know what I mean? Like you cannot dictate if I do this then I will get this as a result when you are working with creative energy. And it just it just doesn't work like that. And that's something that I as I mean, I've been a creative entrepreneur for 15-20 years now. And as much as I've tried to exert willpower and force and kind of systems onto that, you, there's just always a limit. So I'm noticing right now when you ask about like what I saw needed to happen like what's next in this kind of business trajectory honestly to me i felt like we needed to bring it all right back down to nature again and this comes from i'm sure my view as a shamanic guide you know that's very heavily influenced in the natural world of course and you know my background as a scientist with ecology and all of that but one of the thing i noticed when i kind of sat down and just was quiet and looked around at all the beautiful people around me particularly women Doing business was there was this sense of urgency permeating so much. Like it's not about you know creating success. It's about creating success you know in in ten days or less, right? Like the ten thousand dollar minute, or I made a hundred thousand dollars in a day, and all of that stuff. And the thing that kept on hitting me was well, there were two things. One was I kept remembering that in nature, the only thing really that happens quickly is injury, right? Like we have as human beings and organic systems in the world, if you look at any ecosystem, nothing happens quickly like that. You have instead a series of like little inchworm steps, right? That build up to something being able to support itself. And I noticed that across the board, that was just kind of everywhere. We just had this sense of like, not only do I want to be successful, but I need to be like on fire. Right. And you can hear it in the terms that people use sometimes. Right. Like explode your Instagram growth and like quantum leap and like all of these terminologies that to me are like, like, that sounds scary. I don't want to explode. <laughs> right. like I would rather have like a slower, more sustainable build. And that was one thing that I noticed. And the other thing was people. And again, this is very much like my situated point of view, so it might not resonate with everybody, but people were looking at business solutions from a very um one note view. And what I mean by that is we we're great at this as humans. We like to find our inspirations. We find our gurus, right? We find the people whose work resonates with us and we say, "You know what? That's how they found success. I can kind of emulate that in my own way," which again, to a degree, absolutely fine, but when I got right down to it and looked at like practically how does one create or grow success? The answer is exactly the same as you would grow a tree or you know, an ecosystem or anything else. The way a tree grows is by connecting to the things that help it thrive, right? So for a tree, that's stuff like water, nutrients, sun, all of that jazz. But the way a business grows, that means we have to holistically connect with all of the things that help that business grow. And you can say the same thing for money, right? That's why I like the term money ecosystem. So when I started to see it from that perspective, I realized that all of the sort of one note answers that people would offer, like here's my solution to growing on Instagram, or here's my solution to growing your email list, or here's my solution to you know making a thousand dollars with this funnel, all of those things were one note solutions that because they worked for one person based on their unique characteristics, people will presume that it will work for everybody. So what got me really starting to think in terms of what can I do to change this narrative? It became asking myself that question of what is timeless, right? Like, and to me, what is timeless in business is what I was just saying about when you want to thrive, you have to connect with the things that will help you thrive. And that literally became the basis of everything, you know? And to me, the answer to that is, okay, what helps us thrive? Being connected with our bodies, being connected and in tune with our human mind and how our nervous systems work and being connected with our creative spirit. And from there, like my whole, my entire work just kind of built on itself, like its own little ecosystem. It's a really long way to dance. This is a manifesto. You get, you get jabbing along. (laughs)
0: No, I love that because it was in great detail. You know, I love that because then people can feel into it. So it seems like, it does seem like that you looked within and kind of connected with yourself and your body and how you wanted to create this. And that's why you're able to bring this out in a way that is authentic to you and different. Whereas everyone else is looking externally for for things that they should be doing rather than really tuning inward and understanding what what truly inspires them, makes them feel good. And it's that constant external rather than internal. Would yeah, you say that?
1: And yeah. And I do want to like, I'll clarify here. Like I'm not, I'm, we're all human, right? Like we all do this to some degree. I am no stranger to looking outside of myself and doing the wrong thing. You oh, know, I'll drop the $500 and I'll learn that it's not for me. Right. So I don't want to imply like I'm in any way, some <laughs> expert here. What I think I'm good at though. And skilled at though is recognizing how all of those lanes or all of the elements that help us thrive, how they connect together. And I really like that is honestly purely just my own like academic background. That's just the way my mind has been trained through 20 some, 30 some years of this work. But I think that desire to look outside of ourselves, It. I mean, let's face it, if you're sitting down and starting a business, no matter what it is, you by necessity have not done it yet, right? Like you have your goal, but you have not done it yet. That is the fact. And it doesn't matter how much you visualize, how much you imagine, because of the fact that you have not done it yet, your body, your nervous system and your brain, regardless of that, your spirit might be like, we're doing this. Your body and your brain and your nervous system are going to be naturally uncertain. And with that, we have a really pivotal moment there where we can say to ourselves, Yes, I'm uncertain, but I'm still going to keep focused inward or I'm really uncertain. And therefore I'm going to look at what Susie says is the best. That's an example. She's not a real person. Like <laughs> I'm going to look at what Susie says is universal because unfortunately, one of the things that we do in marketing without really noticing is we say, because I got X results, you can too. And that's a line that like I have learned to kind of get really squicky about. Because it's just not true. And I understand why we say it. We're trying to make it available to everybody, right? But the things that make me happy and joyful and feel free might not be the things that make you happy and joyful and feel free. So for me to say, here's your road to an easy business that feels joyful, you could do everything right to buy the book. And you might just want (laughs) to like crawl in a hole, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's just not meant for you. And that's been my experience so much. And as soon as I recognized that, that I kept on allowing my uncertainty to deter me to look at what felt certain, whereas in reality, that's not certain. Out there, it's not certain either. It just feels more certain because our brains love evidence. So we say, hey, it works for Miranda. It's got to work for me. Maybe that will help me feel less uncomfortable right now. But the reality is, well, you, you know this, right, from the work we both do. It's being in that uncomfortable place just staying there a little while longer and you will start to recognize like, you know what? No, I I don't think that's for me. Or maybe if you sit in that space, somebody else's strategy or like MO, maybe it really does resonate, but you won't know that if you don't allow yourself to pull back when you start to feel that uncomfortable uh, self-doubt and uncertainty. So it even goes almost into the expectation. Yes, yeah, mm -hmm. exactly, exactly. Let that be part of it let that be part
0: of it. Yeah. I love that. And I just wanted to say, um, like your own perspective, you are an expert. So I'm going to, I'm going to give you that. First of all, you are an expert in your field (laughs) and your perspective means a lot. Each person's perspective, because it opens Mm -hmm. up the mind, you know, and that's why I created this podcast. It's like listening to different perspectives and saying, no, that doesn't, I don't agree with yeah. that, and it's okay. Yeah. Or, yes, that's something I want to dive deeper into. So, really own that. And, like, I know as a manifester, you have so much power to put out there. So, <laughs> um, we'll dive a little bit deeper into that yeah, and see we'll, what's coming we'll up there. Too.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but I wanted to talk about also the sabotage, the money sabotage. Where do you feel most of entrepreneurs, conscious leaders, um, most of us, sabotage ourselves in some way around money?
1: Ooh. Okay. So, well, you, my friend, are actually in my Creative Money Awakening. So you know this to a T, but I believe that we sabotage basically on five different levels. We sabotage on the... Because what do we need, right? To have a business, we have to create something, Right. And we can sabotage simply by not allowing our full creative intuition to play its role in that creation. And honestly, I would say based, hawk, oh, hawk just flew by my window, sorry. Um, I'm always, yeah, there you go. <laughs> sorry, we don't have video here. I can't show you everybody, um, but that's a nice little omen there. Um, we can sabotage, I would say probably about 30% of the you know, hundreds or thousands of people I've worked with over the years. It's that level that they self-sabotage and they don't even realize they're doing it because again, when you're sitting there with like, say the theoretical blank page, right? You haven't made your offer yet. You haven't created your service. You haven't done the project yet. It is so hard to be in that space. We will naturally start like Googling around. Oh, what's so-and-so doing? How is her offer shaped? Oh, maybe I should do a membership. Maybe like all of those voices because it's so awful and uncomfortable to stand where you are. And it, I mean, it's a, it's quieter work, right? It's not flashy to sit with your own intuition. So that right there is one of the very first like stumbling blocks. And I would describe it as a money block, because if you don't have a piece of something that you want to make a dent in the universe with, that you wholeheartedly feel aligned with, you will not do a good job selling it. Like you can, you can show up every day. You can, you you will just feel like crap trying to sell this thing. And then from there, it kind of, I like to think of it like five medicine wheels expanding out. You know, you've got your connection with your intuition. That is one of the biggest money blocks, I think, that we can self sabotage ourselves with. We can just not understand how our intuition works or not know how to execute the messages that we get. But from there, we can also self sabotage by hustling too much and overdoing it and letting that state of urgency that we were just talking about take over. And the way I view that, I mean, you know, this, it's, it's that sort of, I call it the weaver archetype where we are connecting with the spirit of our business or our work. Even if you're not a spirit person, like with the identity of our business, right? So when we don't allow our business to help shape itself, that's when we overdo things. That's when we get overwhelmed and hustle, you know, and from there, it's all a matter of how do I show up in the world? You can have visibility expertise blocks you can have authority blocks you can have all of those things and then finally I would say the last two that are really prevalent notice we haven't even talked about money yet by the way Mm -hmm. right like it's the creative stuff right the last two it's that trust in your ability to interact with the world you know and one of the things we talk about you know in CMA is if you like you can show up wholeheartedly and feel strong in yourself but if you don't open that door to trust the world to interact with your work safely that's a money block that's a self sabotage right because you can't just say here's my thing just look at it but don't don't interact with it and ha- be a part of it right that's a money block and then finally the last level i would call like specific money blocks right like the the thoughts and feelings and beliefs you have around money are very important but until you do all those other core pieces of work, you can see how you can, you can walk around thinking you're like, you know, all the abundance mentality stuff that we always talk about, right? You can have all of that intact, but if any of those other layers have like blocks or sabotage in there, it, it just won't, again, it's what, can, what helps you thrive, right? What's that ecosystem that helps you thrive? And one of the things that I do always like to point out with money, I don't think we can have conversations about money blocks without having conversations about power and authority too, right? Because like it or not, that's the world we live in. If you have more money, you typically have more power. And especially as women listening, our relationship with power and being able to show up and stand where we are and be like, here's what I believe, here's what I'm doing with my expertise and my influence and my money, we get again, we could have all the money in the world coming to us, but if we can't hold that and use that in a meaningful way, if we have a problem with authority figures, for example, we will just naturally shy away from being somebody who has authority, you know. So, or again, we provoke, very waited, or we provoke <laughs> yeah, right, like in that, like all of these things play into that's what I mean. Like, money to me is so beautiful because. It's just really the embodiment of the creative process in business. That's all it is. And I think that way, if there's anybody listening who kind of feels like squeaky about money stuff, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't like selling. I don't like whatever. This to me is why I do this work because it it's so immediately grounding because everybody understands the metaphor of a forest, right? Or of a waterfall or of something natural. Bringing money and creativity down to that level again is just like so it's so peaceful and like, man, your nervous system just loves it. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And that's what you go into
0: in all of money. Awakening is going into yeah. all of that. Yeah. Um, I would love to know because we're about coming to a close here for this part. We have part two, which we go into your chart, but I'm wondering how did you finding out your
1: Amanda how did that shift oh. your perspective in business? So it did two things. It, validated a lot and I'm sure you've heard that like I've heard you talk before and like other people have said it was hugely validating it really was but it was also terrifying um because I one of the things that a few of my colleagues have said is like Jess you're kind of like the Kool-Aid man like I'm here like punching through the walls being like you know oh yeah like look at look at what's on the other side of this right and I'm sure you've seen me do this in our kind of collective industry right like all of these things are like current just givens their paradigms we see these things as facts and i just don't i just don't and i i don't see things as facts from a scientific perspective i think there's a lot of pardon my french bullshit out there that is disempowering people even if it's got the guise of being empowering and that really bugs me But uh, learning that i was a manifester who is i it made me it held the mirror up and made me recognize like you are a provoker. You are a person who is quite naturally meant to be like, hey, let's punch a hole in this and look through the other side and see what else is possible. And that can be equally empowering, but also mortifying. Because to me, it also presented the challenge of how do I do this in a way that feels right for me without necessarily being reactive to the stuff I'm seeing that like that. And that's still a huge thing, right? Like I want to make sure that anything I'm doing, I'm not fighting against something I'm fighting for something and walking that line. I will tell you, like, I get it wrong all the time, but like, I have to like, we're all human, right? Like that, walking that line though, as a manifester and allowing myself to not people please or be amenable through my own convictions that was the that was the thing that i realized when i learned i was a manifester i was gonna have to get skilled at that and that to me i think i think the our soul or whatever chooses the path that gives us the most growth and that was how it felt it was like man i'm playing on like challenge mode <laughs> like you know <laughs> what i mean it just but i'm sure everybody feels like that right like it's just of course these particular gifts comes with these strengths comes with these weaknesses and seeing the big picture was very validating but also like oh my god like no wonder no wonder and when I read down like all over the internet there's like okay these are some common wounds that you might have as a manifestor or as a projector or whatever and every single one of them like every I was just like check 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 Mm -hmm. like oh like you're you're too big you're too much you're too this you're too that Mm. and like that even just in terms like look at my interest for God's sake it took me 30 years to look at the wide range of lanes that I want to work in and actually give myself permission to do it. Really, like that, I was fighting myself for decades. And that's just one little thread of that kind of bigness that I was kind of faced with.
0: Mm, I, I love that. And he, <laughs> yeah. It, and the thing is, is when you do find that out about yourself, whatever you find out about yourself, whatever type or whatever lessons, it's always so interesting because when I talk to someone, they're always like, oh, "I did not yeah. want that to be the lesson." Well, yeah, of course, yeah. because that's your lesson. That's our dude.
1: That's why it's a lesson and not a walk in the park. <laughs> like it's a lesson. It's meant to be a pop quiz, and quizzes suck. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I do want to go one more because uh, I yeah, wrote go this one
0: it. down. I would love to hear your scientific perspective on human design.
1: Okay, so I come at this. From two worlds right like my strength is I can walk in both the spiritual world and the scientific world and personally I love that about myself now I did not always but objectively from a scientific perspective can I say like oh yes this is all scientifically backed no but here's the thing it doesn't freaking matter because what human design is incredible at I would say probably one of the best systems that I've experienced just in terms of like a kind of user or reader of this stuff is human design gives you the built-in ability to get eyes on millions of different facets about yourself. And it's like, you're in in Money Awakening, right? So, you know, like one of my big MOs is like, get eyes on it. We cannot work with anything that we do not consciously become aware of. And the beautiful thing about human design, even if you don't believe in it, quote unquote, if you engage with material of like your type or your lines or whatever, you are naturally going to get faced with a mirror and it doesn't need to be your mirror. Like I could read your profile, right? I could read about you and I would always gain insights in myself based on how I react to what I'm reading. And that is like human design. It's basically, I see it as this like almost um, like, what's the like Dewey Decimal system like a card catalog of human experience. So absolutely anybody can pull out something, look at it, read it, feel how it feels in their body. And then that right there, that's a gift, that's information. I mean you know this as well like in CMA like I have this this I just believe this with the, my whole freaking body information is support. So even if you get information that feels like crap right? Like your day's going terribly or like, oh, like me being a manifester learning like, oh, well, that stings. This element stings. That information though, knowing that about myself is hugely supportive to my ability to move forward in the world positively or, you know, to get something accomplished that I want to get accomplished. Human design, I see as like one of the biggest repositories of information. And then it's just a case of what we do with that That really matters. And I think you've said this, right? Like I've seen your post where you said like, it's not meant to be a direction. Like it's not meant to give you like directions for life. It's meant to give you stuff to interact with. And I love human design for that aspect alone of just the, the system has made everything so damn granular. Like there's every little nuance and flavor of experience is articulated somewhere whether it's the gates or the types or like all of the different planets, I don't know much, but like all of the different planets and stuff, you can find something that will ping against you. And that, like, it's a, it's a beautiful litmus test, you know, to gauge where you're at. And then, like I said, even if you don't buy into it in the slightest, it is so worth engaging with because you will learn so much about yourself just based on how you respond to what you're reading or seeing. And like, it will provoke you. we will be like me, just being like, hey, <laughs> you know, like it will provoke you, but in a really good way. We want to be provoked as humans.
0: Yeah, I love that because it, it's true. You know, even if you don't believe in it, if the belief or the perspective or something that you get from looking at it, whether
1: it's yes. a trigger, it changes a feeling. You. It changes yeah. you.
0: Yes. If you're able to say, well, that's and interesting. Like, I just read that and now I'm triggered. What is that?
1: Yes. Well, and now you're, I'm thinking, and that's the one beautiful thing, like from a scientific perspective, Our brains need to be told what to do and where to look, right? So if I say like, oh, think of right now, what does it feel like to be sitting in your chair? Right now, your awareness is, oh, it feels squishy. It's like, you can't not think that. So when human design says, okay, think about how it feels to be visible in the world with your authentic self about this particular aspect. You can't not think about that. So your brain, human design gives your brain a direction of awareness to explore. It's like it take the spotlight and it just happens automatically. So when you have that ability to basically see so many different facets of human existence, it's it's all just laid out for you, right? Like you can get a reading with somebody like you or like you can read about it yourself. When you have all that laid out, it's literally you, I think of it like you going into your own kind of con- unconscious awareness with a, a flashlight. And just just turning your direction onto anything you want to direct it to, and like that's that's incredible. Like that's that's some of the deepest work you can do. And here, human design is just like here. We've all laid it out for you. Like mm-hmm. you know, like you will find something anywhere. It's like a little treasure box that you can kind of explore as you need to.
0: And I love it too because you know you can go at your own pace. As yeah. things come yeah. up, you dive back in. You repeat things. It's well, an it's, endless... that yeah, exactly. it's that spiral. Yeah, it's spiral. It's not linear. It's about no. what's coming up, reflecting on it, which is what I love because I feel like life is truly, it is in the experience of the journey. It's not the end result It's actually where yeah. you're at right now. Yeah. So I would love the last thing to go over is um, the money awakening. Um, who is this for? Invite people into this space, this beautiful space. What do you offer? And um, then we'll go into the next one. We go into your chart.
1: Well, thank you. So first of all, lovely listeners, our dear host is a money waker. She was one of the OG money wakers back in the day. Um, Money awakening or creative money awakening, you can call it either, is a space to do all of the deep inner work of creative business so that you can heal your blocks at all of those levels that I was talking about. Like the five levels of CMA are basically healing your blocks with your intuition and your creative spirit. Healing your blocks between your business and your offers, healing your your blocks between your visibility and your authority and your integrity, healing your blocks between you and the rest of the world and the universe. And then finally, the blocks between you and your money, power and authority and wealth itself. So I've designed this program to be deeply, deeply grounding. That is the one thing, like as I do like kind of a, you know, um, uh, what's the word? A pulse check amongst the community. That's something that I find to be most prevalent. And I've designed it so that people come in, they join once, and then they're in for life. As you know, we have like monthly calls. I wanted it to be something that doesn't feel urgent. People can pop in and it as they need to. You know, as you're working through your work, you might say, oh, I'm noticing some like funny stuff coming up around this aspect. There is in these five realms of your money ecosystem, you will find the answer somewhere like on, on any of those levels, you might want to dip into a couple of them. Um, so I really built it to be something with more of a long-term sustainable healing and growth in mind rather than, okay, we've got six weeks, we're going to cover everything. We're going to quantum leak. We're going to make hundred grand at the end of it. Like that's not our vibe in there, as you know. So mm-hmm. I would love to welcome anybody who resonates with a more peaceful or grounded view of money-making in business, who maybe has tried a lot of other things, who is feeling a little bit like there's got to be something deeper. There's got to be something that's more allowing me to drive the car. And one of the things I like to say is this is not a place where I'm giving you like a map of like, here's what's worked for me. That won't help you because you're not me. Here is is I'm is where we're giving you the ability to read and interpret your own compass. And then from there, Like, you know, the right answers. I don't, nobody else does. So yeah, anybody who's listening, you're welcome to join. Um, Feel free to chat with myself or of course I'm sure Miranda would be happy just to like feel any random little quick questions or whatever. Um, But yeah, that is creative and awakening in a nutshell. Definitely. And I'll have all the information in the show
0: notes so that you can go in there, check it all out. I love it because you can go at your own pace. You can go back if you need to. I'm a person that really needs to Repeat, I'm a Manny Jen with Open Head and Ajna mm-hmm. and my six, 1648. So I have to embody things. So it takes me a little longer and I appreciate having the opportunity to do that. So definitely recommend it. So go check it out. Um, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. Um, I can't wait thank to go you, into you. your chart. and yeah, this um, is this a therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> Any last words or insights you'd
1: like to share with the listeners? Any last words or insights? If you are in business and you are trying to make more money, I would say it's going to be really annoying. You do have the answers, but if you're finding yourself rolling your eyes and hearing that, or if you're finding yourself having trouble accessing and acting on those answers, that is your clue to start doing a different type of work. Right, that is your clue to play pay less attention to the strategies that all the gurus are telling you. You know all the big names and classes and stuff like that. That is your clue to look in a different direction, and that direction is inside. And if you need a guide for that, obviously, like people like Miranda and I and all like there's a bunch of us. Find the people that resonate with you that make your body feel good because your body will not lie. Get out of your mind a little bit. Stop thinking of shit. You know what I mean? Like. Let your body, if it feels expansive when you hear us talk, that's a really good clue that this type of work in whatever way it looks like is calling you.
0: I love that. Thank you for that. And I love the connection with the body and notice if you're listening and your body does resonate a lot of times, two seconds later, our mind gets in our head. We get in our head like, well, was that my body feeling that, or is this my mind? So really learn to start tuning into the body. It takes practice. So be gentle with yourself it does yeah but listen to the body i love that thank you so much thank thank you for being here i appreciate you my hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind your heart or both listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand but it helps humanity as a whole so if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share please do Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing. If this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all
1: love. Until next time.